What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, Wealth Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. Stallion, what did you learn during the COVID quarantine of 2020? I think one, I learned that I actually do not appreciate the um, the transfer back and forth between my house and the office as much as I thought I did. I'd rather actually save that time every day. You would, yeah. Like you don't learn anything in the car on the way to work. And well, back? no, I I do learn during that time, but I'm saying I would much rather value that time to be able to do that at home instead of just be on the road all the time. Well, if you didn't live so stinking far from the office, <laughs> you, you're not that much closer than I am. Come on. Well, today's guest, not only did he take the time of quarantine to self-evaluate, but he also learned how to build a seven-figure business with his kids and family that Joey, at the end of this process, either he can hand the business to the kids and they can make a six-figure living instead of going to college if they want, or he can sell it for multi-millions in three to five years. Yeah, that that's pretty amazing. I'd say that's an efficient use of your time. Is that better or worse than what you learned? <laughs> I'd say much better. <laughs> well, if you want to know what we're talking about, join us with our guest today, Daniel Espy. As we listen to someone who has a degree in dirt and Bible, but now is selling luxury betting. Let's do the same. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the show. Today we have special guest Daniel Espy, good friend and client of Wealth Without Wall Street joining us. Daniel, man, so glad to have you. Thanks for having me. Daniel, how does someone with a degree in golf course management and a master and theology end up selling luxury betting? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's your fault, right? I mean, you had one of these people on there talking about Amazon, and I was looking for something to do and fill my time. And uh, almost a year later, I find myself on Amazon selling luxury betting. Um, <laughs> But to give a little bit, I think, more, more of the backstory is, you know, about a year ago, 
Um, I was kind of looking for something to do that really combined, I think, three key ideas for me. Uh, one, I was looking for another stream of income. Um, my wife and I have uh, have built one business that's been really successful, and almost all of that is directly credited to her, not to me at all. And um, and uh, hope and she's so, listening right now. Yes, she will be listening. And, and so, but I said, you know, we have this one great stream of income. It's allowed us to live the life we've always dreamed of living and do the things that we want to do with our kids, like traveling and funding our um, our IBC policies with you guys and all that stuff. But yet, you know, hey, what if? So how do I find another stream of income that could be a backup? But I also wanted something that would be for my kids. Uh, I've got four kids. Two of them are teenagers, and I wanted to teach them how to start a business because uh, I think it's a great lesson to learn, and if they don't want to go the college route, this is a way that we can start a business now, and they can hopefully make six figures by the time they're 18, and college may not seem that appealing uh, in a few years. Uh, and the other one was um, for the sake of others, um, because let's say, because we have enough money from our other business, I didn't need money from another business, and so if I never needed any more money, I could use this to fund like all the giving stuff that my, my, my wife and I want to do um, around the world. My wife has had some really strong passions about eliminating sex trafficking, and so honestly, the goal is to never take any money from this business whatsoever and to just use it solely for the sake of others. Um, so if God so provides, uh, then that would be our big, uh, our BHAG, our big, hairy, audacious goal along the way. Um, and so along that, uh, you guys have had one, uh, one uh, episode about Amazon. And so I looked into that and one of the programs and, and uh, I, honestly, that one kind of got me in a little bit of trouble um, with Amazon because I went to fill out, you know, this account on Amazon and get this professional selling plan going. And you know, uh, I got my account frozen and I didn't know what I had done wrong. And they weren't very helpful <laughs> in, in helping me get it unfrozen. And so here I am, all these big dreams and hopes of doing this Amazon thing that everybody says is great and easy. And uh, I can't even get to the sign-up process. Uh, and they couldn't help me out of the sign-up process. Uh, <laughs> and then you guys had uh, Neil and Reed come on from ASIN 360. And they did that five-day free training that they do where they just let you listen in for an hour a day. And uh, me and my wife and my two kids actually uh, actually listened to it, right? And, uh, man, it was just uh, – it, it was incredible. And we sat there and we, and we talked about it with – um, with each other and with Neil and Reed and got more information and, and what it was. And just, we said, you know, this is something we, we want to do. We want to pursue this. We think we can do this. Their track record for success was just absolutely amazing. And we said, Hey, let's, uh, let's do it. And so the, and let me just say something about them. If you're thinking about doing it, um, you know, there's two different ways to do it. There's one level which is um, where they're not as involved with you, but I mean plenty involved and, and it's like it's $5,000 and that may seem like a lot, but I can tell you the value for that is incredible because I've, I've watched them partner with those people at that level and man, what they give you is so is worth more than five than five thousand dollars. Well, let me ask on this because it, for someone who's listening for the first time, maybe they don't even really understand that you can be a seller on Amazon, and that's that was a foreign concept to be honest to us a couple of years ago. 
And what you were speaking of is that we had done some episodes with people who were talking about how you could go and buy products wholesale and then turn around and, and sell them on Amazon. I think that's the path that you first started looking into. And then we did this five day, not challenge, but let, you know, training with, with the guys from ASIN, that's A-S-I-N 360. And we, we basically, they were teaching you the process of how to go and find a product, a, an idea for a product, then go create it private label, and then you could turn around and sell. And you're kind of describing what those different options are. When, when you come back, I just want to start here before we go into the depth, because I know there's a lot to talk about here. Sure. I just want to know the conversation that you and your wife had when you said, all right, honey, I, I got an idea. We're, we're going to, we're going to come up with something as a family that we, a product that people want to buy. And then we're going to sell it on Amazon. Like walk me through that initial sales call that you had with your wife on getting her on board on this. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, again, because I mean, I mean, to, to put it bluntly, one of the great questions they ask in the, 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 the question everybody asks is, what the hell am I going to sell? Right. And I love asking people this question. This is the most fascinating thing about the entire Amazon ecosystem to me. How many individual unique products do you think are for sale on Amazon? Oh, wow. Millions. Yes. 560 million products for sale wow. on Amazon. Okay. So <laughs> the initial thought is what, what am I going to sell? And then you're like, how can there be 560 million products in the world, much less on one e-commerce e system. Right. Right. So, so that was kind of the beauty of it with talking with Neil and Reed and, and listening to their initial training is you don't know what you're going to sell. You're just going to find something profitable that you're interested in. And for me, my interest is profit, right? And that's how I ended up getting into luxury betting, right? Because I saw this product and I was like, oh my, you see how much money this thing makes? I'm like, I'll figure it out, right? <laughs> With my degree in dirt and Bible, I will figure out luxury betting. I just um, figured you like to sleep or something, and that's what drew, drew you to it. But Oh, I do. And I, and I will tell you, my product, yeah, it is, it is, it has changed sleep in my household. It's absolute, it's absolutely fabulous. But, um, but, but yeah, that was kind of, that was the initial, I think, sales part of it is that, you know, my wife comes from an entrepreneurial family. So for, for getting her on board and the idea of the kids, she said, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure this out. And then for us, you know, once we signed up and got started, this is where our kids really got involved because one of the first homework assignments you're given in this process is they, they teach you how to find products. And then you have to come up with a list of 500 products and oh, then wow. you take and then you take all those products and you put them through their profitability green light spreadsheet, they call it. And it just shows you like, these are the profit margins. These are the returns. I mean, it just gives you all this information and you figure it out. So let's talk through that part, because I think, again, the whole goal of this is for someone to get exposure to different ideas that exist. And you're, you've already kind of guinea pigged this for us. So we want to ask you yeah. all the questions. Yeah. So you said that you had to pick out 500 different ideas. Was there a framework that you followed to, de to determine, or is it just any 500 ideas you could come up with? Yeah. So the general framework is you want to find products that sell between 30 and a hundred dollars. If you look at a lot of the programs out there, you know, they're going to teach you how to sell things that cost five and $10. But the problem is there's no profit margin in those things. By the time Amazon takes their 15% cut plus their FBA fees, 
I mean, you're selling at such small margins. That doesn't include advertising. And these guys teach you how to do all that stuff, right? So you're sitting there and you, you just start looking, right? And you're like, what are things that I might be interested in? And I'll be honest, like the first 24 hours, like it was terrible. Like I could come, <laughs> I could come out of 560 million products, I could figure out 10 that were for sale on Amazon. Because my wife does all that. I don't buy anything. And I said, all right, I got to figure this out. How do I do it? Well, guess what do you do? You scroll down to the bottom of the page and you see like related products. And then you just start down the rabbit trail, right? And then you click on this and that thing leads you to something else. And you click on that. Because at some point you're just trying to fill out the sheet, right? So like my oldest daughter, who we say is 13 going on 30, um, you know, she is all into like horses and dogs and animals. So she wanted to do like all the pet section. So man, she just went through and she found like 100, 150 items that she could sell in the 30 to $100 range in pets. You know, my oldest boy, it was outdoor gear and camping stuff and sports stuff and, and you know, finding things like that. And then for me, you know, I was just going anywhere and everywhere trying to figure out something to sell. And then I saw this one luxury bedding thing. And because what they teach you to do is you get that list of 500 items. Once you put those in the profitability spreadsheet, you get it down to 10 items because it's not just profitability. There's things about competition and they have all these resources and tools. They have their own proprietary software that they've now developed that shows you the competition, how much in demand something is that you go and you can you can find that and and you, you get it down to 10 and then you give that to your coach and he's like and he, he gave me three he goes hey this one this one and this one but if i'm going to be honest with you he said he said i'm not i'm not lying to you that one right there that's an eight to ten million dollar idea now i don't know about you Whoa. but that that got my attention i said <laughs> so, so the dog chewables and the dog bedding and <laughs> And the uh, expandable tent and all that stuff got, okay, kids, thanks for participating in the program. Now we're going with my idea of luxury bedding and <laughs> yes. let's just, just hop on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because one of the, one of the beautiful things I think about Neil and Reed that I appreciate more than anything. One, I'm, that as I, I was talking about the money to get invested, you know, there's two different levels at which you can get invested. There's 5,000 and $15,000. Now I'll be honest. I knew I needed more help because uh, I'm not very good at this stuff. So I paid for the higher level, which gets you more one-on-one -on -one inten intense training with them and help along the way. And I'll just say, they have delivered far beyond that $15,000 in every way imaginable. I, I mean, it, it, I, I'd, I'd pay it again many times over for the help they've, they've given. I, I want to take you through that process. So you pick out the idea, right? And you, you start looking through the profitability. You say, this is the one to go with. Now take me through actually making it come to light, like getting the product having that all of that done like what does that look like in a super you know like ten thousand foot level what is how does how did you go through that how long did it take what were those challenges that you you, you faced while going through it yeah well actually uh sourcing product is actually lesson number two um they have, there's 10 different modules that they have along the way so uh lesson number one is actually shipping okay it's a four hour lesson on customs brokers, on tariffs, and on duties. And as we all know, there's been a lot of talk about tariffs uh, in our world. And so this is how the world functions. So, I mean, what other program is gonna give you a four hour lesson on how to figure out how to get your product from another country 
into America, also how to figure out taxes and duties to make sure that it, this is truly a profitable product yeah. along the way. Um, and so then from there, it's the sourcing part of it. And, and, and uh, I mean, you find the actual product itself. And so then you're just trying to find this product. You let you narrow it down to this product and then you start ordering samples, right? So you can get on Alibaba, you can get on global sources and you can look around the world and man, you just start contacting suppliers. Now they have opportunities that, that you know, you can get on Fiverr and get, get sourcing agents. And I tried that, but I was actually able to beat the sourcing agents prices you know, as some dude calling up, calling up these factories around the world, haggling with them, trying to get the best prices. And, uh, and I'll be honest, it's, it's kind of strange, right? You know, I, I'm talking to people who English is not their first language and I'm from Alabama. So I struggle with English as it is, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you're sitting there and you're like, gosh, you're doing all this. And you I mean, I've never negotiated a business contract in my life. This is what I tell people, you know, Rush, you know, I'm an Auburn grad like you are. I graduated in 1999. I got out of Auburn never needing a computer to graduate. Okay. So basically I can do two things on the computer before this. I can surf the internet and I can type in a word document. Those are the only two things I could do to where now I've learned how to create like immaculate spreadsheets along the way. And uh, my wife and my kids are just blown away that I can actually put a formula in Excel. Never done any of that before. This uh, mad this, skills, mad skills. You never knew that you were going to learn, like be a, uh, an Excel genius by the time you ended up selling uh, luxury yeah. bedding. I mean, I created this inventory spreadsheet the other day, all from scratch out of my head. And I was just blown away. Like I just sat there for like 10 minutes, just staring at it admiring my work. I'm like, if nothing else, all the cost of all this was totally worth just being able to build this spreadsheet. <laughs> um, but then from there, you're like, you're ordering samples, right? Cause you want to make sure your, your, your product's good. You're comparing other companies and, and you're just, you, and you get these samples in and you're like, all right, now they teach you how to make a test order. Right. Um, it was one of those things for my product. Um, they typically teach you a test order is like 50 units. Uh, my test order ended up being a thousand units. Just because Whoa. now, now, now there's a couple, now there's a couple things here, right? One, I kind of had the financial ability to do that, but also my product, I, I didn't want to go on Amazon and seem like I was chintzy, right? Like, like I didn't want to go on there with like one size and one color because I want to see what this actually would do. I want, I want, I wanted to truly test the market, so I launched with six different sizes and four different colors, so I was able to launch with 24 SKUs which is, again, when you break it down over a thousand units, it's still not that many per unit, right? It's like somewhere, somewhere 30, somewhere 150 uh, units on those SKUs. So um, now most people don't start that big, right? I mean, most of the people in our group, they start smaller, they, put, they, they dip their toe in the water. But this is one of those things for me that by the time it got to it, I had enough confidence and I had enough capital uh, being able to fund it through my IBC policy uh, to be able to, to to do that, to pull that out and to be able to, to fund this, um, you know, and it's going and it's going really well. All right. So let's break down for somebody that's just trying to mechanically think through this from a time. Let's break down time and money in, in terms of somebody trying to get into this game. So the first of all, the time for training and identifying your product, how much would you estimate that it took? on a weekly basis or, or overall? 
Yeah, so that's the beauty of it. They, when you sign up, they just give you all of the modules, right? They have recorded everything, and it has the homework and the questions. And the way it's done, it's not like horrible learning. Like it's really fun and engaging because there's there's conversations going on with uh, Reed teaching them and the other people. And so the ten modules each average about four hours, right? But you can go at your own pace, and they're broken down sometimes into 10 to 15 sections. So you can you can bite this off in 10 to 15 increments whenever you have time. You know, me, um, I was doing this during the COVID era when we're all at home doing nothing. And so I was able to invest a lot of time, a, a lot of time into it. Okay, so that, that's roughly around 40 hours, right? Yeah. Over, yeah. Overall. And by the time you got done with that, was that, did you have identified your product by then? Oh yeah, I mean, because I mean, because I mean, you you identified your product by like module two or three. So like, okay, 10, fifteen hours into the videos, you've you you've probably identified it because you probably do like you do like one module, and then you have a homework, and then you come back another week later and do another module if you if you want to. And okay. the sourcing one, and the sourcing one is the long one, right? Because the five hundred products, looking that up, it was great having my kids. We were able to knock it out over a three or four day period between three of us just banging out ideas at the kitchen table with lap, lap, laptops and Chromebooks. All right. And then then talk about the time it took to like get a supplier. What, what was that? What was that total time frame? Would you say it took to find a good supplier? Um, I mean, to find a good supplier only took me two or three weeks. You know, I mean, one okay. of the, I mean, one of the big deals is we're on a, we're, we're on a 12 hour time, time, time difference. So communicating is very hard. I'm an early to bed guy uh, and early to rise. So basically you fire off an email at the night, you get a new one in the morning, you have to wait all day, fire off another one. Um, if you want to stay up to the night, like my wife does, you could, you, you could probably make a lot more progress in that. But, you know, and I suffered a little bit from analysis paralysis because, hey, I've never done this before, right? I mean, and, and for me, I mean, this was a multi-thousand dollar investment up front. And I'm sitting here like, I got all this money. Am I going to be able to pay back the interest on my IBC loan? You know, <laughs> it's like, because I never, this is my first, you know, I'd never taken money out of the policy, any of those things, right? And so you're just sitting there and you're like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm ordering product from like, based on somebody's word at a company that I've never seen their face. And, and that's the beauty of Alibaba. They have this thing called trade assurance that guarantees your order. That if somebody were, even though you pay for the order up front, if it goes bad, Alibaba gives you your money back. They, they basically, oh, wow. they hold your money. So they teach you, they teach you these things in the system, order from companies that only offer trade assurance. Don't order from these companies and do it a certain way. Cause if you do it the other way, then you give them the money directly. You you may you may not get it back. But mm. you know I've now dealt with two different companies, and and they've been and, and they've been on board, right? I mean they've been above board. They have been totally professional. They've helped me, um, you know, because they know more about my product than I do, and yeah. and they know more about labeling <laughs> certain products here that, than I do. And so they've been incredibly helpful. Um, along the way. So really, you know, if I was going to base it out for somebody, you know, I would say within a month, you could easily have, you could start, listen to some stuff and, and pretty much know what your product is. Because you basically, you know, when you order samples, you got to wait five to seven days for samples to come in. Right. right? 
and you want to check them out. And so, so that, that's part of the, the length of time and the process trying to figure that out. Uh, Hold on one second. Joey, how long did it take you to get samples for unicorn stuff? It took, it took quite a bit longer than that. Five to seven days. Now I, I'm, I'm shipping stuff from India and apparently this was like right in the middle of like the lockdown in India occurred and they could not ship anything have in you or been out shipping anything from china during this time daniel yes oh okay hey by the way i don't know the distance from america to china as opposed to america to india it must be twice or, or quadruple as far see see so daniel i knew having you on the show was going to just create grief here with <laughs> russ like I, i'm feeling a lot of shame right now um, no, I'm just, I'm just hoping, just like our listener, you're learning something <laughs> in this process. I have got to get these unicorns up off the ground. This op, this uh, episode is brought to you by 100unicorns.com, yeah. the most magical store on the internet. Are you looking for ways to implement ideas, get exposure to new ones, and be surrounded by people on the same journey as you? Joey, where can they go to do that? Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash community. You can join for free today. Okay, go back to the uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sh sh shipping now is a total different story than it was six months ago when I when I first ordered. And, you know, and again, it, it took me a, a little bit longer than most people because I was struggling with analysis paralysis because I was really trying to get, you know, I wanted – you know, if, if, I, if I'm going to do a product, man, I want people to get the absolute best product. So, you know, there's a million people on Alibaba. How, how do I know that I'm choosing a really good company? You know, how do I know I'm getting the best price? And and so I struggled through that. And so I took I, I spent a little more time in that process um, than I than I did. I was running into some issues with with production. Those were just starting as far as length of time, because mm. my biggest thing I was trying to figure out was getting my product in before Black Friday, because I wanted to be able to sell during that time. Right. And so one supplier had initially had a 45 day production time and then shipping is about 45 days from uh, from China to to here locally. And, um, and then that kind of bumped up to 70 days because so many orders started pouring in from COVID, right? Because everything stopped and all these massive orders poured in. And now I'm like, oh gosh, I'm not going for Black Friday. So I actually had to go, I switched suppliers, paid a couple of dollars more for the item per unit, but it was worth it to me to be able to, to get it in. Yeah. Um, and then I just renegotiated my second contract back with the original supplier and I reduced my my cost about four to five dollars per set from the first order, which will make me even more profitable um, second time around. So talk about when the product showed up. So you said you ordered a thousand units in your first <laughs> test run. You, you, all yeah. that stuff starts coming in. What is it that you did at that point? Yeah. So this was the first. So this is one of the great things they teach you. Uh, and you know, you you would just never know this, right? Because I mean, you can ship directly to Amazon. Like I can, I can arrange shipping to go straight from my factory in China, straight into the Amazon factory, into their warehouse and boom. Well, guess what? If you've never ordered anything before, how do you know the quality is any good, right? And I will tell you, this has been a lifesaver to me. It was a huge pain in my rear end, but it was a huge lifesaver because, you know, my product comes in on four massive pallets. It's 163 
crates or cartons, they would call it, right? They use case carton interchangeably. These boxes are 19 by 13 by 14. They each weigh 42 pounds and 163 of them show up on my doorstep. Okay. So we, we had to get some friends from church, load all these things into the house, separate them all by sizes and colors. And we start going through product. Well, we start going through product and we find out, hey, they, even though I had paid for an inspection and it passed the inspection over there, when it got here, there were some things that did not meet our expectations. There's no way I'm going to sell this to people. So we found a few units like, man, we're going to go through more of this than we thought to. We, we've actually ended up going through all 1,000 units and we found about 50 that weren't any good. Now, the thing is, the company will credit us back those units. But those 50 units, imagine those ending up in the hands of people as your first few reviews on Amazon. That would not be going well at all anyway. So these guys having sold on eight, you know, for eight years on Amazon, Neil and Reed and understanding all this stuff, this is why you follow their, their guidelines and process. So me and my kids became the quality control for all this, right? And so we literally unpackaged everyone out of the wrapper, out of this out of its packaging, examined every single one, and we had to fix a lot of things with the product and some just, you know, get rid of and discard. And so my kids learned all about quality control and why it's important to do your work well so that other people don't have to do extra work. There were lots of family lessons. Um, <laughs> well, so I, I, I have a question around that. So you're, you said out of a thousand units, you had 50 that was not right. What is that? Five yeah. percent. So is, is that a a normal uh, percentage? What what percentage of product were you expecting to be off? Because I guess you, you say here was the errors and issues. Do you assume that next time that it won't be five percent, it'll be much less. So then you'll feel more confident sending it directly to the warehouse instead of coming through your house? So I've been told the industry standard is two to three percent. I didn't know that beforehand. My expectations were zero, right? <laughs> um, so I've been told two to three percent. Um, but also, this is just part of the learning lesson, right? Like I didn't know what to tell them for as far as quality, you know, because basically you can go through these inspection sites and they have their own standards and regulations. Right. Where now, this second time around, I have a detailed list that it's like when this new inspector comes. This is all the things he or she is going to check for and okay. go through. And if you don't do it, you know, I basically say, I don't want the order and Alibaba refunds me my deposit that I gave you. And right? so will you, so now you gave them a list. That's awesome. So you were able to come up with, here was the issues that we, that, that we encountered and the things that we want. So you learned a bunch. And so then you created a checklist for the inspector to add to whatever their checklist is. Absolutely. That's really cool. So now the next order, will it come through your house or will you send it directly to Amazon? If I had ordered from the same company again, yes, it would have gone directly to Amazon. But because I'm ordering from another company this time, but they're going to have that checklist. Yeah. Even more units. <laughs> <laughs> so your friends are, 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 you know, and all the students around you that you uh, had oh, come over. Last time they're saying, By the way, what week is that going to show up? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm Free out. break. I'm out. From a thousand units to uh, I think almost seven seventeen hundred units. Wow. Uh, this time. But I'm going to have to place a, place an order because I, I think what some people are wondering, like, hey, like, does this actually work? Do you actually sell stuff? Yeah. Let me just say, this has been beyond my wildest dreams. Um, you know, I, um, 
in the I started on Thanksgiving Day uh, putting it. So never sold anything on Amazon. You know, I am at the bottom of all the best sellers ranking on, on all of Amazon. No one even knows my product exists. And um, you know, they teach you how to turn on advertising. One of the key components that people really get messed up on, on Amazon is they throw something on there and they don't take into account advertising. And these guys, this is built into our profitability spreadsheet. Um, if you're like me um, and you get a little anal about money sometimes and you're a penny pincher, just know the advertising cost up front is a hard pill to swallow. But as our coaches teach you, and this is why they're so great along the way, is Daniel, you're buying market share that this is, you know, you're not losing money, you're buying market share because you're climbing up the, you know, the, the ranks organically to get higher on these pages rather than paying to be on the first line of the page. And, and so, because you, you start off on what they call your A cost, your advertising cost of sale, um, and they have this, they have this tool in the background, this algorithm that ends up pairing all this out and figuring it out really well over 90 days, but super good after 14 days. Um, you know, my A cost starting out is 200%. Well, needless to say, our target is 15%. And when your advertising cost of sale is 200% of where you're at, that is not a way to make money. Um, you know, but over, but over, you know, by the time two weeks was over with that A cost was down to, was down to 40% again. So it's coming down, but I, I was selling so much stuff. I'm like, I'm going to run out of units because the problem that I run into and that everybody's running into on Amazon right now is when I started this, basically we figured everything on a 90 day production cycle, 45 days to produce 45 days to ship. Well, I just placed my second order uh, a few days before Christmas. I'm not even going to get the product won't even be ready until mid to late April. And it won't even be in my hands until June. Oh, okay. Wow. My shipping. But this is around the world. I mean, this is the problem everybody's dealing with, right? So what? So to fix this, and again, there's always a fix for it, is that I'll be placing another order in March. And even though I won't even be selling that second order yet, I'm placing that order in March so that it'll be ready for all Q4 and all the holiday stuff. Again, these are just learning lessons of along the way. But, you know, I turned on sales. I turned on advertising for two weeks. And I realized, look, I'm going to run out of product between now and June anyway. I don't have to keep advertising. Well, even turning off advertising, like sales just kept going, right? I mean, I just kept selling and selling and selling. So in the first, from Thanksgiving day to uh, the last day of December, I sold $57,000 in product. Wow. Wow. That's really cool. And you'd never done anything like this before. No. All of a sudden, Didn't have an existing brand. I so mean, you, it just literally. You, you realized you, you actually did have a product that the market wanted. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and you know that just based off, you know, I mean, you see that ahead of time, right? I mean, they show you through all their proprietary software, you see how many units. I mean, that's what's great about it. Like they give you this, this software, you pull up an Amazon page and it shows you this is the ranking. This is how many units this thing is selling per month. Here's the estimated profit on this stuff. And so, so you really see, because like for me, you know, and, and so basically after six weeks now, like my ACOS yesterday was a true 17 and a half percent, right? And that'll just keep going down because the few things, the few units that I do have left, I have about 400, well, I should say I have 400 units left. I've sold 600 units, right? 50 of them were no good. Um, 
uh, about 75 of them I'm keeping in stock, you know, for customer issues in case like somebody needs to swap something out or there's defective along the way, you're holding that back. And then I've got about 200 or so units that I misordered. This was my big uh, boo-boo along the way. I thought one thing was another thing, but it's not that thing. <laughs> and so I, so I ordered the wrong thing and I ordered way too much of that thing. Um, but of course, um, I do have a way to get rid of it. It's just going to take me a, a few months to be able uh, to do that. But now, now that I know what are my true best sellers, right? I've ordered a, a ton of those. So this next round uh, is is going to be really good. Well, I'll just say what I'll say about profitability is I'm I'm three thousand dollars short of breaking even of the investment I made for the product shipping tariffs and duties that is really cool wow let, let me ask you a question as we're wrapping up uh, and i hope that people will engage not only with neil and reed we've put the link in here on the video if you guys have, are not watching this you can go to asin that's asin 360.com forward slash bam b-a-m-m and find more details on this. And by the way, Daniel's not not a rep for them. He's just speaking uh, from a personal experience. But we we obviously did a live event during the quarantine where we had this financial freedom live, and we and we we did this training. And if you're not a member of our community, I, I hope you will join because this is just some of the access that you get, but also you get access to other members. And and Daniel's in there. I hope you'll take the time to reach out to him and, and ask him questions. But where is this going? Like, wh where do you see this going from here? Well, I mean, this is what I'll say is I, I think the secret sauce with Neil and Reed is that they aren't just teaching you how to sell on Amazon. They're actually teaching you how to sell a business. And if you look at other programs out there, right? Like they're just teaching you how to sell on Amazon. They have no investment for you you know, with you for the long term. But Neil and Reed have a long term vested interest in you because they want you to eventually sell this business because they have people with lots and lots of money who all they do is buy profitable Amazon businesses. And so Neil and Reed in the long run actually function as a broker, not taking a percentage from you, but taking a percentage from the buyer to be able to sell these businesses to these brokers. So they have a lot, you know, so, so they're invested in you long-term because the more profitable you are and the more you sell your business for it, they make more money with these brokers on the back end. So they're really invested in you as people and as a business. So how long does that take? What is your then plan for exit on this? If it, if it is to grow it to a certain level and then turn around and sell it, how long, what's your expectation? What's your time horizon for something like that? Well, again, I think it's just it's how fast do you want to scale it, right? Like, like I've looked at this and I and I've laid this out that it was like, because um, here's the thing: one, we homeschool our kids. Part, part of the part of the COVID decision for us was we pulled our kids out of their highly rated private Christian school and we intentionally brought them home to start a business together as a family. This is something we wanted to do. Um, I'm also a full-time volunteer pastor of a church. Um, and uh, and so I have a lot of things pulling at me. So I really can only give this a couple of hours a day at the most. I will say, once you get it up and going, like right now I spend five minutes a day <laughs> on Amazon doing this. It doesn't require a lot of work. It's pretty much set it and forget it. Um, 
So a lot of it is just how much time can I put into it? Um, and it's also, what do my kids want to do with it? Because if my kids want to take it over and, and have it become a source of income for them and not go to college and make six figures a year, you know, doing this, then I want it to be able to do it. But if I was just, if I was just sitting here going, you know, I want to sell this in a few years for eight to $10 million. Um, I, from what I hear, it's basically three to five years to do mm -hmm. something like that. Um, because I mean, you know, my sales in six weeks were, you know, almost 60 grand. So imagine what I could do over the course of a whole year. And, you know, even, even last night I found my new product to sell. Um, and it's even, it's even weirder because it, it's in health and beauty. I mean, what is wrong with me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and yet I, found, I found this thing looking for something to add value to another product I was going to create. And I was like, really? Like, I can I can get this thing manufactured for less than ten dollars, and I can sell it for forty. That's well, awesome. I, I don't know about you, but that's the kind of money I like to make. Well, well, that is that's a great point that you make. There is we get the question a lot: is man, you guys are doing so many things. You you're investing in all these different ideas, and I don't know how to do any of that. And we make the the comment that once your brain says this is important and you start learning and educating yourself and investing in yourself, then opportunities start appearing out of what seems like nowhere, but they've always been around you. And I think you just said that another way is that now your brain is seeing products and you're creating opportunities. Yeah. The, the thing I wanted to ask is, you know, you started with the intention of this business being a family business, what are some of the things that you've noticed or maybe experienced with your kids having started this from neither, none of you had any experience to now where you're at today? Like, what would you say that's been like for your family? Yeah, it's man. Oh gosh, there's so much, so much I could talk about right there. Um, you know, it, it, it's fun doing things with your kids, right? I mean, I mean, we live in this world where we're all going 85 different directions between school and sports, and we all lament the fact that we don't get to spend time with one another. And it's like here it is, like you know, I, like. I'm teaching my children something that they would never get in school, right? That I mean, most, I mean, most people are going to go to high school. They're going to college. People with business degrees are going to come out and not have the skills that my 13 and 14 year old kids have researching products, knowing how to talk to customs brokers, watching dad build these spreadsheets and talk about profit margins and just, just having those conversations about how we do business. Uh, th those are just some of, the amazing conversations we've had along the way, but it's also, you know, my, my, my oldest daughter who, again, we say is 13 going on 30. I mean, she, like she just won't leave me alone. I mean, it's like, dad, I found this product. Dad, I found this product. Dad, when can I start my own brand? Dad, when can I do this? Because she's, she's, she's crazy about horses and she wants to buy her own horse. And I'm like, or, well, hold on. she wants me to buy her a horse. <laughs> and I told her, you can buy your own horse. You can launch your own brand on Amazon. And so it's just spurred that stuff in there. But it's also how often do parents get to see their, how often do kids get to see their parents work, right? Like, hey, this is what it looks like to work. I mean, my first exposure besides mowing lawns was working at Wendy's in high school. You know, I saw, I saw a lot of great ways to not work or to get out of work uh, from, <laughs> from my experience there. But they get to see like, this is what it takes to run a family. 
this is this is the income that you need. These are the these are the things you've got to save up and and think about as you plan for these things. So the lessons have just been innumerable, and they will just continue uh, to grow as we talk more in depth about what are the possibilities uh, to be able to do this. I just keep asking the question: Do you want to work ten hours a week for yourself or sixty hours a week for somebody else? Oh. That is so God. powerful, dude. That right there. I, I, we're, Mic drop. That is it. That, that is definitely where this needs to end because that is the great summation of what has happened over this time frame. This is amazing. Thank you so much for, for taking action on this and being willing to share it with us. I mean, this is something that when Joey and I had this dream in the middle of quarantine to say, let's do this Financial Freedom Live, let, let's find some avenues where people can invest in themselves and take action. This e-commerce space was one that we were like, huh, that's interesting. Joey's fledgingly trying to make this happen. <laughs> and well, and I, and ju Hey, just to clarify, what you did is you followed the process that began with a product. You started with the profitability. You started with a, like creating your own brand, all that. And what I've done is not that process. And I wish that I had started the way that you have. Um, but what I'm trying to do is take an existing brand and then bring it to Amazon, which is a lot harder is what I'm finding. But anyway, just, just yeah. clarify so yeah. people understand. It's okay. Don't worry about it, Joey. You, you're failing. <laughs> but hopefully Ford and thankfully Daniel has shared an example of how it can be successful by doing it, as you said, the proper way. So Daniel, thank you again for coming on. I, I hope that uh, people, as you're listening to this, that you will uh, reach out to him, interact. I hope you'll take advantage uh, of the the Amazon space. Uh, Neil and Reed are definitely trusted advisors, someone that uh, we, we've got to know over the last year, year and a half. And go to ASIN360.com forward slash B-A-M-M and, and find out if this is a process yeah, for learn you. More. But again, at the end of the day, it's all about getting more of your time back so that you can spend it with the people that you enjoy. And that's what I've heard. And that's what I've taken away from this interview. Thanks again, Danny, for, for coming on the show. All right. Thank you guys. All right. Thanks as always for listening to Wealth Without Wall Street. And we will see you on the next episode. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.